Funky with the Bluetooth. Getting funky with the Bluetooth. Getting funky with the Bluetooth. Getting funky with the Bluetooth. Uh. Gotta check my connection. (laughs) Internet gods, hang with us here. Bear with us. All right, guys. Well, welcome to episode 15 of You Should Check It Out. Hello, hello. Yeah, it's a beautiful Thursday. It is. Very cool. You guys doing all right? Yeah, I'm having a great Thursday so far. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's been a fantastic week. I started off the week a little sick. You can probably still hear that in my voice, but other got than that, a, yeah. got got a little frog there. Yeah. But that's okay. Some gravel. So so Nick, it's all you, man, to start things off. Alrighty, great. get us going in the right direction. Yeah. So I was um in the car the other day. I was listening to the what do you call those things? The radio. We had one in the car. It's nice. And uh, came across this... Um, Believe it or not, yeah. This guy's voice came... Like, this song came on and caught my ear. And, Jay, you'd heard of him. Mm-hmm. I want to kick things off with the uh, Teskey Brothers. A uh, song called So Caught Up. like yeah, that dude. track it, it kind of i don't know it hit, for me it had kind of like a grizzly bear vibe but plus his voice yeah. i've listened to oh, some yeah. of his other stuff and i and i did enjoy it but that song was definitely made for the radio absolutely so. man yeah that was one that that creeped up on my spotify discover and i was definitely like making breakfast or something like that and it, and it caught like, me I was like, oh, yeah it was that song that song yeah that yeah, guy's voice great. catches you um but guess yeah, what absolutely. guys Guess what? We got we had we had a listener suggested topic. A no. listener suggested topic. We did. I don't for know, our no. podcast. I, I don't know if I want to pronounce this name correctly, but it's Kreshmir in Tacoma Park. Kreshmir. No, that's a friend right. of ours. Kreshmir in Tacoma Park had a topic, and since I'm kicking it off, I thought I'd just just jump right into it. Sure. On the first episode, we the hell does he of, want? We kind of touched on we kind of touched on this topic, but he had a very specific uh, a very specific question, which was in relation to. Prince, who you know, who passed away this past year, in relation to what? I, oh God, Sorry. I, I did not mean to. No, it's okay. It's, I, I thought I found out about Brad this way, so I understand how it is. Um, oh, true, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I guess he'd been he'd been seeing some stories about the about Prince's estate releasing a bunch of material that that he had previously said would, would not be released, and so right. his question was. What do, what do you guys think about the ethics of posthumously releasing artists' music 
that they explicitly did not want released. And like I said, we kind of touched on this in the first episode, but I think that the difference is they explicitly did not want this to be released. And I will say in preface to this that I, I brought this question up with my kids who are uh, three, I got three boys, nine, six, and five. And mm-hmm. uh, overwhelmingly, they felt it was a terrible idea, but mostly because of the haunting that might occur afterwards. <laughs> um, so, so that's yeah. Fun. You don't want Prince Prince Hami, no, we don't want, or anybody, don't want anybody, anybody really. major yeah, artist, really. That was kind of like a no brainer. <laughs> and then, uh, and then we listened to <laughs> somebody I used to know by Gautier. So it was a good night. It was a good night. But good, yeah. I love that song. Mm. But uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? What do you think about? I this don't know. Time? It's the wrinkle of he specifically said, "I don't want these tracks released." It does enter in, you know, to a little bit of new territory because you think about the number of of legacy and and huge artists that have passed away, especially in recent memory. Mm-hmm. But you know, before that, you know, there it's it's almost part of the game now is that their estate, you know, you know yeah, they got cap- they got to make a little bit of that coin too. Yep. You can think of Zappa or Sinatra or Miles Davis mm-hmm. or any artist, name them. You you know, they're gonna pr- Hendrix is another good one. Kurt He's, Cobain. He, Mm-hmm. Kirk Oban, yeah. He, I mean, Hendrix has had like oh, yeah. more albums released since he's been dead than yeah. he ever released when he was alive. Right, yeah. right. I mean, is it possible that in Prince's case, do you know if there was any kind of, I mean, the closest thing I could compare it to would be like a prenuptial agreement or, or well, you know, some kind of... I think a last will and like, testament, he, he, if, if it was legally he'd written, you know, if, if, it was, if, it was, if that was the case, this, and I think, you know, if you're an artist and you're listening and you want to know how to button this thing up. I think if you put in your last will and testament that it doesn't occur, then I think it actually could be enforced. But right. that aside, that's not really the ethical question. Right. Um, and if you no, need to, to have a, a will made up real quick, and you don't have a lot of cash, LegalZoom, LegalZoom. Is, is the perfect oh, avenue for that. Yeah, they're fantastic. They're, yep. Just want to slip that in. Right, we've got... Well, yeah. I... <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I think that, I think though that there is uh, some validity the, to saying, well, if that's if you really are serious that you do not want anyone to hear this, you know, that you don't want it to be included as part of your legacy, you either need to destroy it or you need to write it in paper that like anything that's on this hard drive or whatever, you know, some way of identifying the material that you don't want to be heard or seen because otherwise, you know, once, when you go, you go, you know what I mean? And that's just part of, I mean, that's just part of being a human being you got people clean out your closet when you die. I, I'm I'm you know right there I mean? with and you, Greg. I honestly, I am literally torn down the middle because there's things yeah. that, there's stuff that I've worked on where I might be too embarrassed because of ego uh, or worried that, oh, what if people don't love this? And, you know, screw that noise, right? Just just enough of that, like, whatever. It, so to some extent, it's like if there's an opportunity for for your artistic contributions to still touch people and you're gone, so, like, the ego factor is not a part of it, and your family feels like it's representative of your work and would do good to put out there or serve to reinforce, you know, what your fans think of you or whatever, I say, heck yeah, man, do it. Absolutely do it. Right. But it is tricky because what if what if it legitimately right. I mean, to your point also, Greg, if it's if it legitimately is something you created that you're embarrassed about or you feel like it does not represent who you are, why did you keep it? Right, like why archive well, that? Yeah, but that's, mm. but that, but yeah, I know, but I could, I could see what you're saying, but I, I would say though that artists would hang on to that for all kinds of different reasons. Yeah, Some especially people don't someone throw as, anything away. as prolific as, say, you know, a Zappa yeah. or a Hendrix or a Prince. Right. Yeah. You know, some, you, like you almost don't have time to curate that stuff. No, you're just, you, you make don't. it and you put it away. 
Yeah, know? and it's uh, so many things could be a sketch that is just underdeveloped. And it's funny. Can I just share a little uh, anecdote? Was that actually talk, speaking of Hendrix? I guess there was some sort of box set that was released, or somehow there was some of his like demo recordings or whatever. And I don't even know how they were made, but they were not high quality. He sounds. It's him. You can tell it's him. He doesn't sound very good, but it's him just working out some stuff, you know, and right. he's kind of mumbling like, hey, baby, you know, whatever. But my friend was hearing this and he was like kind of criticizing. He's like, you know, everybody thinks this guy is so great, but listen, he sucks right here. And it's like, this is, yeah, but this is not what he was right. presenting to the world. This is what he was using. This was like step one like a of, glimpse right. of him God knows up. how many yeah. steps. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, he's just... You know, I mean, anybody who's created anything will know that the end result hardly ever looks like the first step, you know? So anyway. um, I I guess, no, the only, I wasn't saying that I'm all the way on the camp of release it no matter what. I I was saying, if you held on to it, if at the moment that you did it, you weren't like, oh my gosh, this is awful and I need to get rid of this. And you held on to it as something that you might work on later on or you know, but yeah. maybe it's not up to the caliber of where you want to be or where you feel like you are currently artistically as yeah. an artist. But then, but I could, I don't know. I, I could say that maybe in someone like Prince's case, he might even be like, this is my best shit. And like, only I get to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? like, yeah. I could see something like so, that where he's like, okay, but not, then the question remains, like a, the question remains, is it okay other to release ear, it? Other ears are not ready for this shit. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but, but then the Sorry, question remains Nick, then. No, it's fine. And then the question remains in that, if that's the case, is it okay to be, that it's released? Right. If it is something that he was like, this is I'm I love this, but this is not the material that I'm currently working on. And 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 I'll continue mm-hmm. to flesh this out. Is that OK to be released? So hard to answer. Is it OK? You know, is, is ethically just such a well, that's the nature of an ethical yeah. question. <laughs> I think yeah. if, le- if you wanted to say it, is it OK legally? Then, Greg, then your previous answer would be totally on point. You right. know, like if there's a document somewhere, even if it's not a legal will and testament provided by LegalZoom or any other reputable, uh-huh. you know, law firm, <laughs> uh, e- even if it's just a piece of paper that says specifically, I-, I don't want this stuff released, I think you have a legal case there. Oh, absolutely. I really do. Yeah, yeah. If not, then your estate has been turned over and essentially all your possessions, unless those recordings belong to another publisher or something like that, then it's really the, it's the estate's choice legally but when you say ethically that's yeah well I, well no <laughs> i'm totally yeah. i'm totally with craig I, I don't i don't know i don't know it's tough so you can't come down one yeah, way or the other it's tough well I, it's weird I can't, because i can't really either per, by the way you know, yeah it's uh, on the first episode I, we were talking about radiohead mm-hmm. you know and and how they got the Hacked. okay computer yeah. demos leaked i said very definitively then ah, eh, just release it all you know mm-hmm. but i listened back to that and I don't know if I agree with myself. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, I it seemed really cut and dry whenever I said it. But again, I can only use me as an example. But like, I have so many shitty recordings just mm-hmm. laying around on my shelves. And like, let's just say this podcast just takes off and I become an international celebrity, right? We all do. Well, then we LegalZoom owes this us a, a damn a gr- fine penny. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And then somebody comes along after I'm dead. Benjamin. Uh-huh. He's been living out on the streets for a couple years, and yeah. he needs to make some money. And I don't know. I'm dead, so I don't really care, I guess. But me living, thinking about you know some of those recordings sitting in the street, it really changes your reputation. Sure, your dead reputation. But who cares? Your You're dead. Yeah. And Ben and Ben will eat. 
<laughs> yeah, and the fact is, that's, that's see, true. Again, I do want to provide for my son. Your, that to me, that's still, that's still, that's still the ego question. That's still like you're, that's my legacy. You're, All the shitty covers I recorded in like the middle of the night. Hey, whatever Ben's got to do <laughs> to welcome, get ben. through it, man. Yeah, and honestly, look, if someone's going to say, well, I hey, look, I'm I'm listening to demos of this guy, you know, of, of Prince or whatever. I'm not even listening to the stuff that he reco- that he released. Mm-hmm. That in itself, I mean, well, you hope assuming that present- they knowingly know, they knowingly understand that it's a demo, right? That, you hope that it's presented the right way. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. what I'm saying. Sure. And these, this stuff could be used. Let's say the estate used it in like a in a biopic kind of way, where someone like examined the recordings and said, like, here, Prince was you know, experimenting yeah. with this new technology exactly. and like exactly. things can be harvested out of it that don't necessarily damage your reputation right. just because you didn't want it to be heard. Think about how much we, we collectively as musicians or the general public learned from the Beatles anthology. Mm-hmm. Of course. Do you remember that? Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's an incredible document of these iconic songs being built yep. from scratch. Yep. Absolutely. You know, and if, I mean, yeah, if they were presented as like, this was John Lennon's ultimate vision for Strawberry Fields, and it's like the first take. Right. You know, with Yoko, like, screaming in the background. Like, I guess that would be different, but that's kind of, to me, like, the gold standard. Like, that's what everyone wanted to hear so right. bad. You know, right. we learned and something. Because they maintained the control of it. Right. And also, I mean, they, they kind of put that ego aside of having only the perfect versions. Um, and that right. c- comes with time and maturity and all that stuff, but... I don't know. I, I probably would have a very different opinion of this if I didn't have kids, probably. probably because I do think that, look, if it's going to go to benefit those that carry on, who gives a crap? I'm gone. I'm gone. Like, it's yeah. it's whatever, you know? And, and the only thing I can think about right now is my ego. And so it, right. everything is still being filtered through that idea of, oh, right. well, they'll think of me poorly. At, I'm gone. You know what I mean, and if yeah. and if anybody gets yeah. any value of it, I would I would say this too that it really just depends on how it's presented. Like if you took those, if you took like twelve of the uh, Prince recordings that are found that he was like, I'd ever want this released, and you're like, all right, I'm going to take these twelve tracks, and it's going to be the new Prince album. Mm-hmm. You know, right, instead of like, right, right. okay, instead so of we presenting found it these, in like in a way that represents that yeah. these were not released, and like, here, yeah, yeah, these are unreleased demos. And this was in between like, these two like, albums, so here's yeah. what else he was, was writing yeah. and working on and putting it in context right. of his career is exactly. what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. Give it the due yeah, respect. More in a, right. more right. in a historical context, right. you know. I think, okay. that, I think that would be interesting. Well, luckily, you know, everything that we release here is absolute solid gold. We don't even so edit. We don't have to worry about We that. don't even edit. <laughs> just, yeah. a, just a complete stream of consciousness. And speaking of which... Greg, it is your topic. What you got for us, buddy? Oh, man. Well, I heard about a festival this week for the youngins curated by a rapper known as Tyler, the Creator. I'm not sure how familiar you guys are Very, with yeah. this cat. Yeah. Nick, do you know about Tyler, the Creator? I do. I do indeed. Have your kids watched the new uh, Grinch Stole Christmas animated <laughs> cartoon? Um, by chance? They, they saw I have not seen it, but... They have seen it. Well, he, I'm sure, it'll come around. He does the yeah. he, he does the theme song for right. it, which was really striking to me. Anyway, um, because the first time I saw a Tyler the Creator video, I was like, "This guy is mean." Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> anyway, so Tyler the Creator has this uh, festival called uh, Camp Flog or Camp Flog Gnaw or Fiasco at Camp Flog or some <laughs> bullshit like that. Anyway, no, but it's I'm sure it's a really cool event, and uh, but it does have more of the uh, more of the younger hip hop uh, acts. 
And Tyler, you know, from what I've been following, and I remember him being at South by Southwest, uh, actually the one year that I went there, and he and his band Odd Future, or his collective, I should say, Odd Future, were sort of the, uh, they were the biggest act oh, nice. there. That At least the one that came out of that South by Southwest with the most buzz. Gotcha. So I'd been hearing about him and following him since then, and it seems like he's made a lot of friends. Um, he's gotten a lot of respect for being, you know, really kind of, I don't know about the front of the wave, but he's up there in hip hop right now. Mm-hmm. He's still a very, very young guy. Another person from that Odd Future Collective was a singer named Frank Ocean. Mm-hmm. You guys are probably familiar Absolutely. with. Yep. So here's what happened, apparently, is at this festival, Tyler was hyping everybody up I think on social media saying like we got a lot of special guests coming out (laughs) you know and people were thinking to themselves like the fans were thinking oh I think he's gonna get Frank Ocean to come out and sing some songs because they're such good friends that would make so much sense and so everyone was so hyped up for Frank Ocean (laughs) to come out and comes time for the special guest y'all ready for their special guest (laughs) and they bring out Drake now I mean also an incredible artist and the crowd goes wild they did go wild but then apparently things kind of softened when he was asked them can i keep rocking for y'all you know like mind if i hang out up here can i can i stay up here yeah can i stay up here and turn up with you a little longer tonight and kind of right i kind of got a very minimal response because these people were disappointed (laughs) and uh (laughs) it sounded like he kept doing that like after each song and then finally the crowd started to realize Oh, this is going to be it for the night. Like, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That that's exactly it. And, and then they were like, "Oh no, nah, this is not okay anymore." <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 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 Started... Yeah, because they figured, "Oh, we get Drake and Frank Ocean." <laughs> right. Yeah. right. <laughs> Turns out, no, it's just Drake. Not just Drake. <laughs> First time, yeah. genuine happiness. Second time, yeah, oh, sure. Let's hear a couple oh, more. Sure. I didn't okay. Hear my yeah, favorite. Well, yeah. Let's do this. Yeah, I can go get a beer, whatever. Third time, yeah. no. This joint's got to close <laughs> by 10.30, so we better, no, not okay with it anymore. Yeah, yeah. Get off the stage, right? And so then they began to boo him off the stage. Oh, Drake. And, oh. and uh, Drake gave them another chance, and then he uh, he left. He rolled. You know, so he got he got booed off the stage by, the, by a bunch of millennials, you know? <laughs> Canceled. And, <laughs> you know, so then after all this happens... Tyler, the creator, goes on Twitter and calls the fans' behavior effing trash. Oh, you know, yeah, that like he was Tyler. like, he yeah. was mad. Yeah, of he course was he mad was. At He's, them. Yeah, he brought his brought a guy he, up there. Yeah, absolutely. He, yeah, wow. he, he pulled a lot of strings to get one of the most famous rappers in the world to come on as a surprise, and sure. be, and they booed him off the stage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's been funny because I've been hearing different reactions to this. At first, I was like, I really don't care, you know. But then um, uh, this guy, Michael Rappaport, who's an actor, yeah. and, but he was like, you entitled pieces of shit. You know, like, <laughs> like, 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 go, he's like, he's like, look, look, I don't like Drake. I don't even, I, you know, I don't listen to him. I don't, I hate the fact that he comes out to the basketball games and makes it all about him. And like, I don't like Drake, but you still don't boo the guy, you know? <laughs> and uh, I just thought, I wanted to hear y'all's reactions to it. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I, you know, as a live musician, you never, certainly never want to get booed. I can't say that I've, I don't know. Nick, have you ever gotten booed off a stage? Have I ever gotten booed off? No. Actually, there was one time, uh, oh, Jay, you were there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Uh, You're going to have to be a little bit more specific. I'm not sure I know what you're talking about. um, We were working on some covers. This would have been first year of college. Oh, no. Yeah. and um, (laughs) Really? 
Well, I mean, okay. It's, so there's one time. It, it's so close to what happened to Drake. I just feel like we have to tell the story. <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. Oh, I know this story. And uh, yeah, well, you actually, were there. actually, Greg, you opted out. You of opted this, out. Greg, I, 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 I came out. I came out and played. Did you I really? did come out and play. Yeah. My recollection is you walked. Okay. Nick, I, tell I, I story. didn't at first. Nick, tell I, the story. You guys started. If you I did, finally Greg, was like, if you right. did, did, Greg, you got the vibe way earlier than we did. Because we, <laughs> of course we went I ahead did. and. Yeah, because yeah, I would have had to come to your room to get my drums. So we cut the drums out, <laughs> took them into the quad of the. Yeah, like the freshman dorms at the University of Maryland, they're kind of arranged in like a square. And in the middle, you know, there's a. Kind of like a, a big common a snack space. shop or yeah. something like that, and it big was like com- a Saturday. There was nothing going on. It was a beautiful day, and we decided it we was were not a beautiful day. It was raining. Well, we were trying it to make rain. My recollection is completely right. different. Yeah, in my heart, I, pro- I, rem- in my I heart promise it was, promise it was raining. I, I remember <laughs> memories of so we, a bitch. Yeah, we set up. We probably over prepared and planned for this thing, Nick. Right? Well, we didn't over practice. I can tell you that. I, I do remember. <laughs> I do remember, like in the middle of even like the first song, it was like, oh wait, I. Yeah, we haven't really worked on this one, but pretty quickly we started getting yelled at by the by the other people in the dorms. And, <laughs> Just uh, random people from like the twelfth floor of right. like Centerville Shut Hall. Up. Shut up! Shut! <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was like close. To, like finals were coming yeah, up. Yeah, we like should have been trying studying. To study. We absolutely should have been studying. That's probably also yeah. why we were out there is because it was anything to <laughs> except for studying. I just and you're right. You're absolutely right, Nick. We were certainly booed on that day yeah <laughs> vigorously mm-hmm. vigorously but nothing but like this what's what's so funny about that is that i remember greg you had given us like the oh yeah i'll come out and play with you guys like up until that day and then i swear to god my recollection is i walked up to your window because you lived on you were on the first floor i walked yeah. up to your window and i was like so hey man uh we're gonna we're getting set up are you coming and you're like mm. <sighs> I don't know. It was raining, and <laughs> and I, I, I get I got the vibe that I was like I don't think that anybody wants to hear mu- like random music right now. <laughs> and, and, you know? and my only my recollection of that yeah. is like you were right. You like were I, right. Yeah. In my memory, oh, I just have. But that made yeah. it worse. Greg, Greg was right on that one. He was right on well, that, but that made it worse because it was like man, right, I know. damn it, Greg. <laughs> I know, and I mean, it's not like you know I didn't want to be right. Right. You also didn't I want mean, to be heckled. Usually. Um, yeah, I didn't want to be heckled. Jay, if you recall, this is all we actually embraced these are people it that we did knew. like three more songs. We did. Yeah, we did. Totally embraced it. There's yeah, definitely you, a uh, seven-minute version of uh, number 41, the Dave Matthews Band song, mm-hmm. in there somewhere. <laughs> and we kept asking, y'all mind if we stay out here a little bit longer? Yes! <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! Go drown in an ocean or something like that. I'm trying to stay up here, man. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. That was you, though, Greg. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, my God. No, but anyway. Nah, man, nah. This this whole thing seems very unfortunate because, again, the expectation of the crowd. Like, nobody announced Frank Ocean was coming. They just thought this would be the time because they got the buzz going, right? Am I correct in saying that? He never said. I think so. He never said Frank Ocean was going to be out there. And they bring on Drake. And the the thing that's weird to me, it, it, but it's so Canadian, is like, oh, sorry, you mind if I keep playing? Uh, like he kept asking the crowd <laughs> if they mind if he just goes on, which I guess maybe shows that he was a little uncomfortable. I don't know. It's I, I, it just made me think about all the different times I've booed a band off stage. No, I'm just, <laughs> not really, but like, but um, Greg, I have no doubt you were leading the booze. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was, uh, <laughs> very yeah. Harsh you probably ran over to quad. Centerville. <laughs> right, hang yeah, out. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, check uh, these but, idiots out. 
Have you ever, have you guys ever seen like uh, you you can look up kind of compilations of bands being booed off stage. <laughs> and sometimes now, now I will say this: sometimes it's like hilarious. It'll be like Nickelback and they're you know in Portugal, and then they say like, "Do we got any fans out here?" And then they get like hit in the face with a rock. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, that's that 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 one's kind of funny. But Nick, um, we'll we'll link to some of those videos in the show notes. That actually, yes, actually please. the Nickelback one I would watch, but other than that, I just am <laughs> not. I can, I am I have no appetite for cringe videos. Like I just yeah. no. Oh no no no! Um, but that's but, what I would do. Yeah, but, but hold on, hold like, on, though, Nick. Oh, yeah. what, what if it was like? What if it, you know? There's some with Guns and Roses. You know, I mean, you'd you'd probably laugh at that. That Come one on. I've seen. That that's yeah. Because you know. Axel was probably and, being a total jerk about it. Of right course there. he was. Of course he was. <laughs> but then there's also like there are more cringeworthy ones like uh, poor uh, Amy Winehouse like completely oh, no. scorched on drugs and oh, you know yeah. getting booed off the stage. You know, so it's uh, it can be one. obviously like a horribly awkward. Yeah. Uh, embarrassing situation, and we know, wish and we wish no specific ill will on anybody. No, except for I maybe Axel Rose. No, I well, I'll, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll jump on Nickelback. Get the hell off the stage. But. Right. <laughs> no, but like, but the fact that when I saw the headline "Drake booed off stage," I, I realized it's clickbait. But right. it's clickbait just for me, mm-hmm. and sometimes you're like, "This is just for me." You did this it? Is good. Anyway, all right. I digress. All right. Well, thank you, Greg, for that. <laughs> of course, of course. And now let's light, the- we'll lighten the mood with someone who will never, ever be booed off stage. The I'm Googling this now. Amazing D'Angelo. Oh, With the wow, tune. Okay. This is actually just a record I've been listening to this week. It's not. It's nothing new, but, I mean, if you haven't heard it, it's off the record Voodoo. I, I, it's a classic. You got Questlove on drums. You got mm-hmm. Pino Palladino on bass. Roy Hargrove on the trumpet. I think it's Isaiah Sharkey on guitar. I'm not sure, but... Um, is a killer band, and D'Angelo is just uh, my favorite, one of my favorite R&B artists, and uh, you should hear this one. Dan Stray, what's the name of the song? Spanish Giant. Yeah. Whenever it rains, feel the sway. Man, that that is an incredible track. I I I feel embarrassed that I have not listened to that album. I know about it, but uh, I'm definitely gonna have to go check that out. It's a good one. Yeah, please do, man. It's a classic. Enjoy. I almost, you know, it's like I'm almost jealous that you, you know, anybody who gets (laughs) to to listen to get a fresh lesson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it it kind of reminds me of um, I don't know, like whenever I was first starting to get into like classic country. And I would listen to an album, and I'd finally gotten over like the kind of like hump of like I I don't like country to like oh I like some country, but then like once that door starts opening, 
and you realize that there's a whole world of God, music that right. you've never heard at all. Mm-hmm. Like even the classic, like the deep, sh- like the stuff that the canon that you have to know. Like, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of what I feel like with R and B and hip hop. Like the whole backlog but, of, of so much yeah, stuff. Yeah, there's a there's a backlog yeah. for sure. So Jay, oh, good. yeah, how was your uh, how was your weekend? Oh my goodness! If well, I understand was, correctly, we were we left off talking about wedding songs. <laughs> you were preparing well for. yeah so what, yeah i was how... i was preparing to go down to my brother's wedding or up to my brother's wedding mm-hmm. in uh in beacon new york oh which um i don't it's a beautiful little town i'm kind of starting to fall in love with new york outside of new york city mm, yeah. <laughs> sure i really it's like beautiful. it i don't know it just reminds me of like a woodsier more rural pennsylvania if oh, you can cool. believe that right on yeah, totally. yeah. Really cool, but it was beautiful, man. That that the city was beautiful, and, and I have to hand it to my brother. He did a great job with the DJ. Really fantastic. He had great gear. He did some things out of order that I wouldn't have done necessarily, but they worked out really well. So, like allowing the dance floor to get filled up while people were waiting for dinner. Mm, and I don't okay. know if that was like an ad lib or or what, but that was that was really nice. the The whole group was really ready to dance and and ready to have some fun it was like a mix of like uh classics mostly motown Uh um many of the classics that we were talking about right not Mm -hmm. as much new stuff definitely more stuff from 2005 to 2000 i don't know 15 or something like that and no lizzo i couldn't believe no lizzo the entire did ann did ann voice her protest in person or did she wait oh absolutely absolutely (laughs) sometimes she does it in writing i was just but i i will say before i move on from the wedding update like i said the dj did a great job i was the best man so i had to go around and kind of mingle tips everybody make and mingle and make sure everything's good of course it's my family so i didn't get to do a lot of dancing but i did get to dance to one of my favorite, legitimately favorite tracks from the 2000s era, Kelly Clarkson's Since You've Been Gone. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, heck yes. All right, good. <laughs> All I don't right. know. I have, okay. I, that's just like one of those tracks. It's like, to me, it's so indicative of an era. And that's yeah. probably... And jumping. Uh, just feels like a jumping. Since you've been gone. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's very, yeah, like, little... it's very American Idol season one. Yeah. <laughs> which, but the I mean, production which of it is, is like so... Yeah is so of that era because it's everything is just so effing loud yeah but it's i mean right. it's, it's it's clean and it's obviously a hit song but i hadn't heard that in a, probably 12 years it was great awesome oh, nice yeah but that's enough for updates for now the the thing i wanted to talk to talk about this oh, week yeah uh just cropped up yesterday okay um and uh you know it, there's probably five or six quality Kanye West podcasts out there on the market now, but mm-hmm. we might want to consider turning ours into the seventh or eighth mm. because he, Kanye he doesn't, just... He doesn't keep us wanting for news. He does not. He does not, you know. If, <laughs> so what do we got this week? What did Kanye, what did Kanye pull out of his hat? So on November 17th, he announced on Twitter, just by way of a tweet that just featured a picture of a, a show program for an unannounced show in in gold and at the top of it was the title a kanye west opera mm-hmm. which i'm sold sure. <laughs> i want to hear it but it gets better because apparently it's an opera about you know the famous babylonian king nebuchadnezzar right I know you guys are all familiar but actually this is this is funny I don't know if you guys saw this or not but it turns out the picture that was on 
that program was not Nebuchadnezzar. Uh uh-uh. uh. Did hmm. you see that? It's actually King uh, Darius of Persia. Right. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nerd alert! Yeah, yeah. No, somebody <laughs> funny, from though. like the University of Chicago like tweeted back like that's that's not Nebuchadnezzar. That's at not all. even Nebuchadnezzar. But. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, it's it's a it's a Kanye West opera. He's gonna have some of the Sunday service players as well as some of the other collaborators he's been working with lately. It will be performed November twenty fourth at the Hollywood Bowl at four o'clock p.m. So it's all just like it's a little bizarre, but that's Kanye, right? But I, I just thought I would fill everybody in because I know not everybody's up on their ancient Babylonian history. So uh, King Nebuchadnezzar, he was an actual king. He ruled Babylon for 40 years uh, from in 605 to 562 B.C. Uh, he's mentioned a couple times in the Bible. Kind of the moral of the whole story, which is I think why Kanye picked this guy. This is just speculation as well. But the moral of the Nebuchadnezzar story in the Bible is that he he had all this success that he attributed to himself. But in the end, he was shown that, in fact, it was God to whom he should attribute all this this success. Mm-hmm. So folks are saying that might be why Kanye picked this hmm. seemingly random topic. But... There's also the other part of it, right, which I found fascinating, which is that Nebuchadnezzar was completely full of himself, and, mm-hmm. and but was the king, the powerful king, and then and Daniel was like, yeah, you're going to, he's like, I had a dream that you're going to, you know, completely go mad, and, and Daniel refused to, like, bow to him and all that fun stuff, like, he refused to bow to him, and so Nebuchadnezzar threw him in a, threw him in a pit of lions, and that didn't do anything, uh, and then Daniel tells him about this dream he has that he's going to, his downfall is going to be, you know, this is going to lose his mind. So I found that interesting too, because <laughs> the uh, the of Kanye's support of our our, our uh, King President Trump. Um, Sh- sure, sure, that, sure. Yeah. I don't. Greg thoughts. I I don't even know what to say anymore. Well, it's kind of it, this has to be sort of uh, you know we've talked about his church service, uh-huh. mm-hmm. uh, his Sunday church service. This has to be sort of the evolution of that, right? I mean, the fact that it's. You know, at four o'clock, it's on a Sunday. Yeah. You know, it, it. I don't know what what's going on with him, but he's like, you know, he's on this religious kick mm-hmm. now. Yeah. You know, the, his new album is called "Jesus Is King." Right. All I'll say is that for some reason, the other night, I decided to throw on the uh, the classic movie, The Matrix. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Which I hadn't okay. seen in a long time, and I was like, I'm not going to follow it, but it's going to be on in the background and whatever. Sure. And uh, when they when they get on the on Morpheus's ship, that's the name of the ship. The Nebuchadnezzar, the Nebuchadnezzar, you're right. You know, and I absolutely, and so that was kind of like a uh, parallel to that. And I don't know, maybe that's what he named it after. <laughs> maybe. And I, coming up at the end of the show, I have yet another idle speculation on where that name might come from. Go. But uh, we talked so much about death and Drake, kind of running out of time here, guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but oh, I, before we roll out, I did want to give everyone an update on everyone America's favorite band, the Black Crows, mm. uh, because everyone's been incessantly pinging me about this <laughs> and of course uh the black crows uh are now just the robinson brothers chris and rich robinson they announced mm-hmm. this on howard stern they actually they they fired everyone else in the band and they reformed the black crows with no existing or prior members and so they're making a fresh start and now they're going around on a american tour playing just the hits guys so I, I don't really want to say too much about it. I just, I want to get off my chest that like as a Black Rose fan, this is like repulsive and appalling to me. <laughs> oh, um, but okay. I totally understand why to the average person who's not a Black Rose diehard, 
this is totally acceptable. I get it. Hmm. I just thought, oh, Jay is probably happy, so it's good to know you're not. No, no, no. I'm not <laughs> no. happy about that. Because it's not the Black Crows. It's not the Black Crows. And plus, it's whatever. <clears throat> I guess it would be comparable to, like, if Mick and Keith were like, the Rolling Stones are doing a tour, and it's, like, just Mick and Keith and some session guys. That's a pretty solid comparison, comparison. On, on how I would feel about it. Even when Jimmy Page and Robert Plant did it, they called it Page and Plant. Exactly. They exactly. They didn't call it. It's, it's, a, it's a slap in the face to everyone who had dealt with their s over the last well, well the, but those guys i mean that's what they do they yeah. slap yeah faces well speaking of total face slappers speaking of slapping faces it's time for us to get out of here all right um yeah. i a little bit more housekeeping before we go uh, <laughs> please leave comments uh, <laughs> slap us in the face as much as you want I did also want to announce we came up with this a couple weeks ago and we just forgot to bring it up, but uh, we now have an official You Should Check It Out Spotify playlist. Um, hey now. Yeah. Boom. So you you can find it. Nick's going to include the link in the show notes. It'll be in the description. To our Spotify playlist. Yep. And uh, what we're doing is taking all this, all the songs in full that we play you know, each each week and uh, just compile them all for your listening pleasure, and, and we'll keep updating that as they go along. If you want to search for it on Spotify just search for Y-S-C-I-O. You should check it out. Y-S-C-I-O official soundtrack. And uh, it was created by yeah. some dude named John Rossman. So, Well, that's it, guys. Thank you guys for another fantastic week. Next week is Thanksgiving. We will be here. We will be in the office. That's the absolutely. plan. And uh, mm-hmm. we'll come up with something special for you. But uh, for my... For my music pick, just to bring everything full circle as I want to do, I would like to play a song by the Black Crows off of everybody's least favorite Black Crows album, Three Snakes and One Charm. That is definitely oh, as you are wants to do, yep. <laughs> but it's called Nebuchadnezzar. So, <laughs> oh, <nice>. uh, <laughs> have a great week, gentlemen. You too, buddy. You too, buddy. And uh, we'll see you on Thanksgiving. Peace. Awesome.